Blog Talk Radio. Cause it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a season of power and prosperity, yes it is, it's a new season and it's coming to me, or if you believe that, lift your hands and say, it's a new season, it's a new day. We thank God that it is a new season, and it is a new day. Hey, 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 this is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I'm here to pay tribute to fathers today and great men. Oh, boy. 
I got a list. I got a list. I have got a list. And I'm going to share that with you. I hope you're having a, a wonderful day. That's my word, wonderful. And I hope that you will enjoy this Father's Day coming up. Coming up. It's the third Sunday in June annually, which means we've got Father's Day coming up on the 16th of June. Now, mothers do get a lot more play, and Mother's Day is much bigger for people. And so Father's Day has to be really kind of pulled out a little bit more and um, given a chance to to really shine um, because fathers are important. One of the things is you cannot, absolutely cannot, cannot get here without a father. How about that? So for those who think, um, think that, well, fathers are useless, I don't need a man, blah, blah, blah. Well, I want to tell you, Men are important, and men are God's creation. First form of creation in terms of humanity was a man, Adam. Adam, we call Eve the mother of creation. He's the father of creation, if you will. He's the one from which we all just sort of come. So um, it's important to respect the role, authority, and position of men in this day and time where people are just confused about their genders and identities and who they are and whether they have two mommies or two daddies and no mommy and two mommies and no daddy. And fathers play a very important role, a very important role, God Set it up that way. He set it up that way. And we will benefit if we will honor and respect that. And so that's where we are today. That's where we are today. Looking at that role again. Understanding and recognizing, as I said, great men and fathers. And also looking at God as our father. It's so, so personal. Uh, there's a psalm, song that says right off the bat, it says that great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, our Father. What I like, see, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changes not thy compassions. They fail not, as thou hast been. What we can count on is that forever you will be. That's wonderful. Isn't that wonderful? And so, oh God, our Father, is what we are going to be talking about today, along with talking about fathers in the time that we have. Well, what is Father's Day? Uh, Anna Jarvis, as we know, promoted Mother's Day 
got that going, and it you know went on and grew and grew and grew, and now we come to the place of having an observance of Father's Day. Um, for example, held first on July fifth, nineteen o eight, in Fairmont, West Virginia, in the Williams Memorial Methodist. That's Williams Memorial Methodist Episcopal Church South, now known as Central United Methodist. Grace Golden Clayton was mourning the loss of her father when in December 1907, the Monaga mining disaster happened in nearby Monaga. It killed 361 men. Mines, if you don't know, my grandfather worked in the mines and my great uncles too. Uh, mines are very dangerous for people to go into and they could catch black lung, but sometimes the mines would just cave in on the people. And that was really very, very sad and very difficult. Well, um, in this case, it killed 361 men. 250 of them were fathers. So that left a 1,000 fatherless children. And Clayton suggested that her pastor, Robert Thomas Webb, honor all these fathers. Now, her event didn't really get much past Fairmont because a lot of other stuff was going on around. But things did progress. And things were tried to get Father's Day recognized and established and so forth. And just to give you a little more history here, uh, on June 19, 1910, there was a Father's Day celebration held in Spokane, Washington, by Sonora Smart Dodd and her father, uh, Civil War veteran William Jackson Smart was a single parent who raised his six children there. And on it goes and on it goes. After hearing a sermon about uh, Jarvis's Mother's Day in 1909, she told her pastor that fathers should have a similar day to honor them. She started with June 5th, her father's birthday, um, and the pastor said the pastors did not have enough time to prepare the sermons, and the celebration was deferred to the third Sunday in June. And several local clergymen accepted the idea, and on June 19, 1910, the first Father's Day sermons honoring fathers, uh, sermons honoring fathers were presented throughout that city. Wow. So that's a little history. And then in 1996, President Lyndon B. Johnson, after very many failed tries uh, with Congress and so forth, actually issued the first presidential proclamation honoring fathers and designating the third Sunday in June as Father's Day. Boy, 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 boy. Six years later, the day was made a permanent national holiday when President Richard Nixon signed it into law. And so now we have Father's Day. So we have it coming up, and I'm sure you all have great fathers in your life somewhere, some somewhere. Um, 
great fathers are to be remembered and celebrated, whether they've gone on to glory, passed, you know, to their eternity, or whether they are still with us. And I know I was always happy to celebrate Father's Day with my grandfather um, for so, so many years. And then eventually my father, my biological father, to be able to commemorate Father's Day with him. So I am excited, excited, excited. There are some other uh, people I just want to honor. My my uncle, Elder Jarvis J. Booker, who actually led me to Christ and is a terrific dad. He would literally sacrifice his life for his children. And then I want to remember two men that have gone on into eternity. One is Jerome L. Daniels Sr., my a friend, my family friend from a long time ago is his son, and he's maintained a relationship with us. So I've heard so many wonderful things about his dad. And then also Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr., out of the Washington, D.C. metro area, a great pastor there, and he passed unexpectedly in March. Uh, Jerome L. Daniels passed June 5th. And uh, services are going on this week to remember him. I would also like to celebrate all my uncles, all your uncles, my brothers, and all your brothers and friends that are men or are fathers. And I want to add, just like with Mother's Day, there are men that may not have had biological children but stepped in in some capacity to father young boys in their neighborhood or young girls in the neighborhood or just helped out a single mom. But somehow they decided to bring in that fatherly aspect that these young people and some people are missing. Some people have had very difficult father-children relationships, child relationships, and other men have had to step in in your life and actually fulfill that role. It may be a pastor, an uncle, it may be a neighbor who just stepped right in and wasn't going to see you without a bicycle, was going to make sure you had a bike just like the other kids. I also want to remember um, Mr. James Farley from Blackstone, Virginia, who is a part of Shiloh Baptist Church, and was in the accident that happened um, just in the past few weeks where he lost his life when a uh, truck slammed into the church van as they were pulling into the church they were going to sing at. And four people were lost and a number of people are injured. The services were last week. And I also want to um, give commendation to their pastor at Shiloh, his heart was so broken. And I sat at one of the services and watched this man literally weep. Tears just, I I could see from one side, with tears just running down his face, big tears. And he said he had been crying since the accident happened. But, um, and all the great men who stepped up to help out in that accident, the pastor at the other church, who former Vietnam vet who went out, to try to see what he could do to save and 
help people get them off the van and so forth. So I want to say great fathers, great men, and a shout-out. Let me tell you um, a little bit more about Jerome Levy Daniels Sr. Based on what I've been told by Jerome Levy Daniels Jr., Mr. Daniels actually was from Jefferson, Alabama. And I've heard a lot about Alabama, but he eventually moved to Washington, Washington, D.C., where he resided, as far as I know, uh, from that point on. Now, his son has told me that his dad was a chemist. His dad, uh, I think, had his master's and was a teacher and a chemist for the government at a time when African-American men did not do those kinds of things. And he was a, certainly a good provider and just a wonderful role model to his sons, his two sons and his daughters. I was just always impressed with how far Mr. Daniels was able to go even in spite of challenges, the challenges of his time. And I always respected that and admired that so much. And he would still sit on his computer as he aged and go on the uh, Internet. And actually he got on the Internet and ordered some type of medicine he shouldn't have been taking and <laughs> pulled a fast one on the kids, as I say. And uh, they, you know, that kind of triggered some more illness and they just, you know, had to really keep getting him the health care. But now he has entered into eternal rest um, as of June 5th, 2019. There will be a funeral service in Alabama on June 15th. And so um, we give honor to Jerome Levy Daniels Sr. I want to also recognize Dr. Joseph A. Mills Jr., who actually was a pastor up in Washington, and um, just a great man, a great, great man. I remember his radio broadcast, and he passed unexpectedly and suddenly in March. And you would want to know or hear him. He created a great church. Agape Assemblies, and you can learn more about it on the web. But he came to the Lord, rededicated his life to the Lord in 1980, and then he became um, a member with his family of Rama Christian Center in Washington, and that's where his foundation as a believer in the Word of God was actually firmly laid. He taught in um, in the Bible college there, and he was soon called to attend Faith Ministries Church in Woodbridge. During that time, he started another Bible study in the home of a friend that lasted more than 12 years. He also went on to attend Word of Faith Leadership Bible Institute and graduate in, graduated in 18, 1985. After graduation, he began teaching an additional Bible study at Macedonia Baptist Church in Arlington, which lasted more than eight years. In 1990, the Lord called him to the five-fold ministry as a pastor, and his assignment was to assemble the people. 
men, women, and children, and the stranger and the sovereign within your towns, that they may hear and learn to fear the Lord and be watchful to do all that's written therein. That's based on Deuteronomy. That's from Deuteronomy 31 and 12. Wow. So that's the tribute. Um, And that's really all the men I talked about were um, ministers or pastors um, or servants in the government, but leaders. And I went on to think of the Lord's Prayer. And I want to talk just briefly about, as we conclude, talk about our Heavenly Father. And there's the Lord's Prayer where we can draw from, and that's what I'm drawing from today. And it says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. In other words, be honored, your name be honored. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. From evil is how I was taught. So what does that particular prayer tell us about? God as a father. I believe it first expresses a very intimate relationship. Fathers give you life. They are they are part of the birthing process. And so you are intertwined with your father. It's not a separate thing. You all are connected biologically and so spiritually spiritual biology if you will we are biologically we are related to god our heavenly father he's not just our lord and master or just our savior he is our father our father the prayer says you know give us our daily bread he is our provider and he is the source of all the provision that we have in life, all good and perfect gifts come down from the Father which is in heaven. He is our protector. He's our shield. He protects us from the evil one and the evil around us. He makes sacrifices. Fathers make sacrifices. He sacrificed his life for us. So, That's part of the nature of God, our Father. Eternity, he provides eternity for us with him. And that is one of the the last elements that I draw from the Lord's Prayer. Now, I don't know about you, but that's what I get. We get, I say sacrifice, we get forgiveness in this relationship. And that's really, really powerful. Because he died, he took on a body, and came in the person of Jesus Christ and sacrificed for us so that we we could never have paid the debt, never, ever, ever could we have paid the debt that we owed since we were born in sin and shapen in iniquity. But these are the qualities that I talked about with God 
are qualities that should resonate from a father. There should be a positive, good, supporting, loving, I should have added, relationship. There should be provision made for your children. You should be the protector of your children. You should be willing to sacrifice for your wife and children. There should be forgiveness so that everything stays clean and clear. And then you want to have a relationship that just can't be broken except by death. And still, you are still going to be that father. What type of father are you? And what type of father do you want to be? And how do you get to be the father that you want to be? Well, one of the first things is that you have a relationship with our Heavenly Father. And then you study his word and learn how he fathers us. Abba, Father. Help us, Father. Abba, Father. We can cry out to him. He is there for us. He is, you know, just a mighty warrior for us. And you can be those things to your children. But again, it takes a relationship with God our Father through Jesus Christ. If you know him already, you may just need to strengthen or expand that relationship. Get in some more classes. Get in a men's fellowship. Whatever you have to do, you know, that's in line with God's word. Do that to grow yourself. Get mentors. Get spiritual accountability partners to help keep you going and on track. There is so much negativity, as I said, out in the world about men and about fathers, and that's not what it's supposed to be. God is our father, and you're supposed to exemplify his character and so that people, your children on earth, see what God, our father, is like. David says in the psalm, he will, <coughs> the scripture says, he will call out to me. <coughs> you are my, excuse me, father, my God, the rock, my savior. All right. So, so many places. And it says in Isaiah, prophetically, 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Have a good Father's Day.